0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say... Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. For your chance to redeem some serious prizes, get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. This is more like it. DC City Cast on a gorgeous Monday in the nation's capital. DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Handran from Vison as uh, spring, I guess, is finally here. Man, we can enjoy the splendor that is without the uh without the pollen. So great day in the nation's capital. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a good weekend betting wise. I was so so on Friday. In fact, I. Uh, I don't think I was really that good in the NBA, so maybe it's time to fade uh, fade me uh, with my picks, which we will give out later on tonight. Uh, excuse me, today. There are games tonight is what I meant to say. And it is also hockey playoff time, At Bed Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, plays three same-game parlays of $10 or more in each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the bet rivers app or at betrivers.com. presented by rivers casino. Portsmouth must be 21 playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. So coming up here on the DC city cast, we'll get into the nationals taking two out of three from San Francisco. Not bad. And how does that affect this in terms of our uh, betting market moving forward? As uh, they uh, are actually not playing today, they get a, a series started tomorrow. And the Washington Capitals. Speaking of playoff hockey, it is time, and there are I think some value plays when it comes to the Washington Capitals. Just taking a, a, a quick sneak peek at BetRivers.com, there are some uh, things that I, I sort of uh, sort of want to give out in terms of uh, this series coming up with the Florida Panthers, which starts tomorrow. Uh, down in Florida. We'll also get into the commander's draft. How does that affect uh, their NFL futures market? I don't think it affects them that much, but uh, they did uh, perhaps plug some spots, plug some holes with some of their selections uh, over the weekend. So we'll get into that. And of course, like I said, NBA playoffs uh, continue tonight and how the way the game is being officiated, how that can possibly affect some of the decisions that you make moving forward. We'll get into that uh, as well here on the DC CityCast presented by Bett River Sportsbook. Let's start off with the um, Washington Nationals as they uh, got two out of three, so they actually finally broke out their bats on Friday night. They put up 14 runs, one fourteen to 4 I think the total was 7.5, and, and I believe I said on uh, on Friday, hey, if there's anything you want to take, take the under. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Then Juan Soto finally got his bat going. He had a homer in that game. Uh, then they uh, lost Saturday, and then they won on Sunday. And yet again, we have said this many times before, it does not take any sort of expert in any sort of field to understand that if the Nationals are going to be successful or going to win some games, if you're going to back them, their starting pitching has to do something. And hey, yesterday, Josiah Gray got it done. He pitched well uh, as the Nationals took care of San Francisco. And that's exactly all that you ask for. And I mean, it is sort of a, a Herculean task sometimes with this rotation and still no idea when Steven Strasberg is going to be coming back. I love how they put out the uh, story that, hey, he's starting his rehab assignments. Heard that one before. Um,. And uh, (laughs) so we'll see when and if he ever comes back for the Nationals. But until he does, you got to work on what you have. And that is uh, Josiah Gray. You got Patrick Corbin. Uh, You know, it's tough to name the rest of their starting rotation. Uh, Oh, Fetty. But that's why it's so hard to back the Nationals, too because of their starting rotation. But Josiah Gray, yet again, looked pretty good. 11-5 victory yesterday. Uh, this guy, Lucius Fox, had his first MLB hit in stolen base. Sixth Bahamian-born player in MLB history with a stolen base. Pretty cool story. Uh, so the Nationals not in action until tomorrow. They'll take on the Colorado Rockies. And that starts a, a series in the uh, – what is Colorado? I guess Denver's Midwest, right? And how do we how do we approach that game tomorrow? Well, they've won one, so if uh, when we look at it tomorrow, I'm not sure exactly what the line will be, but if the Nats are a bit of a value, you might as well take them, because I said here, when they snap a skid, then you start thinking about backing your home team and making it a little more entertaining and more fun. So we'll, we'll discuss that matchup tomorrow, but since the Nats coming off a victory and a day of rest, if they're at value... I don't mind taking them, and we've got to see who's going to be pitching for them as well. But we'll get into that uh, tomorrow. But let's take a deep dive now into the Washington Capitals and their series, which starts tomorrow at the Florida Panthers. As I checked out Bet Rivers' uh, sports book, and I saw something very interesting that sort of caught my eye when it comes to this series. Now, let's just take a quick look at the overall expectations for this Capitals team. Their opponent, the Florida Panthers, at BetRivers Sportsbook is plus five fifty to win the whole thing, the whole the whole tournament. Right? The Capitals have stayed pretty earnest at plus four thousand dollars. So again, based on a hundred dollar bet, if you put a hundred bucks on the Caps to win the Stanley Cup, once this baby's over in two months, you'd have four grand in your pocket if the Washington Capitals win, and they're a long shot at best. But now we get into the actual series market. The 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 series between the Capitals and the Florida Panthers. And right now, it looks like at River Sportsbook, the Caps are a uh, hefty underdog to get out of this round. Surprised? I'm a little surprised that they're plus 255. That could be a decent value. Florida Panthers, though, one of the better teams, obviously, in hockey this year. They're minus 335 to go through. Now, what caught my eye in this series is the actual outcome of the series, right? And in the total games played in this series. Like, I think the caps have a lot of pride. Okay. And when it comes to the exact outcome of the series score, that's what caught my eye. Okay. Now, if the Florida Panthers are going to win this thing in a sweep, that would be plus four seventy-five. Panthers to win four to one, that would be plus three ten. To win four to two plus three ninety. Panthers to win four-three plus four seventy-five. I'm looking at this series as the Capitals are going to grind it, man. They're going to make this thing really tough on the Panthers. So if I believe the Panthers are going to win this thing, I think it's going to be either a six- or seven-game series. And that's where it doesn't hurt to put a little on the Panthers to win four-to-two or four-to-three. I don't think the Caps go down quietly at all. Yes, they sucked the last week or so of the regular season, but Obie's back, Nikki's back. Yeah, there's a question mark who's going to be between the pipes. But do you think for a second the Caps aren't going to go down swinging and fighting and clawing and scratching? I know their first round success has not been great in the last two, three years. But you don't think that's hanging over their head this year? I think it is. And I think they're going to push the Panthers to at least a six or seven-game series if the Panthers are going to win this, if that's what you think. Now, on the other side of things, the exact outcome of the series, caps to win four-zip is plus 2,500. Caps to win four to to one, plus 1,300. Caps to win the best of seven series, four to two, that's plus 800. And the caps to win four to three, plus 800. So if you like the caps and you think they're going to be grinders, Four to two or four to three series win is plus eight hundred. It's not a bad play either. Now I'll give out my official release tomorrow, but I just want you to start analyzing and thinking about this series in terms of a way to profit. I know. Again, Panthers best uh, record in the Metropolitan Division this year. They're really solid, um, but. Of all of the professional tournaments, you and me and I both know that the widest of open ones, NHL. I'm sorry, Atlantic. Florida was number one in the Atlantic, not the Metropolitan. That's the Caps division. My apologies. Panthers were 58, 18, and 6 this year. All right? Caps were 44, 26, and 12. Now, they do come into this uh, playoffs losers of three straight. Florida lost their last game. Home record is pretty impressive for Florida. They are 34-7 and on the season. Caps away, 25-10-6. One of the better records, if not the best record uh, in hockey when it comes to playing away from their uh, home stadium. So I think, again, this is on a Monday. I really think this uh, series is going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. I think it's going to be a six or seven-game series. And if you're looking for value, there's great plays in playing either both sides, Florida or the uh, Washington Capitals. So that is something to really look out for uh, when it comes to this uh, a series. Uh, there's a couple other things that I wanted to mention about it. Uh, hold on. Where is it? I um, oh yeah, markets. You got to go to market series. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. The total games played in this series is another interesting way to entertain yourself in this series. Total games played, the over four and a half is minus 560. The over five and a half is minus 129. Now, if it goes to seven games, they're not thinking it is because you're getting a great value at over six and a half at plus 260. Under 4.5 games played, plus 3.90, so they're not exactly expecting a sweep. Under 5.5, plus one hundred four. under 6.5, minus 3.60. I'm more inclined to take over 5.5 and and over 6.5 because, like I said, I think this is going to be a grinded-out, back-and-forth series. We know the Caps pretty well, and they're not going to fall flat on their face. And if they do, that would be a huge surprise, right? A huge surprise. This coach, Peter Laviolette, has a lot to prove. I think the team, uh, with their recent first-round lack of success, they've got that Stanley Cup from four years ago, man. They still got that. Let's see if they can use it and make this series very interesting. I expect that they will. All right, commanders over the weekend. They had uh, their draft. They got the wide receiver, Dotson. They uh, made some folks uh, raise their eyebrows about drafting a quarterback, but that was in the fifth round. The kid out of uh, uh, North Carolina, Howell is his name. So fifth round selection, some folks had him slotted as a third or a fourth, so they thought it was a value pick. Uh, But how did the, if at all, which I don't think it did, uh, how did this uh, draft... uh, Affect the market when it comes to betting on the Washington Commanders to win the Super Bowl? Not much. The long shot plus 7,000 for your Washington Commanders. All right, now to just win the uh, NFC East, let's see here. There's a couple of, um, well, to be in the NFC Championship or to win the NFC Championship, rather, the Commanders are plus 3,000. That's not so bad. And as far as winning the NFC East, the Commanders, uh, plus 500. Um, giants are plus 650. Eagles, plus 225. And for some reason, the Cowboys, man, they're even, Steven, at plus 100. How about that? Huh. <laughs> so if you're a Commanders backer, you're getting great value on a team that, you know, not many people think they're going to be that good. But uh, obviously the draft, it's too early to tell with these these picks how much it will impact the commanders because they got a 16th pick in the first round. You know, it's not uh, it's not earth-shattering news. And uh, they got a big defensive tackle out of Alabama uh, in the second round, right? Which uh, was funny because he said, I didn't really expect to be taken in the second round. But that's the guy that the commanders liked. And they took him. Um, and again, he cannot fault the team until... You see the actual product on the uh, on the players that they selected. Um, let's see here. They got, uh, why can't I think of the guy's name out of Alabama? Fedarian, I guess they call him Phil Mathis, second round. They got the running back out of Alabama to Brian Robinson in the third round pick. Third round selection, rather. And then they got a, an offensive lineman, I think, a safety later, which is something I thought they may have wanted to do earlier in the draft. But again, none of this is going to affect right now your betting odds at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Um, I, I think the Bills, though, did uh, eke up a little bit higher. As your NFL champion, a favorite at plus 650 bucks, plus 750 Packers, 1,000 plus 1,000. And the Chiefs at plus 1,000 to round it out. Defending champ Rams at plus 1100 so it's just something to think about but it is actually exciting now that these guys have been selected we start seeing more of the uniform next up ota's minicamp and before you know it the regular season will be here it'll be right smack dab in the middle of some nfl football so it should be a great uh off season and a tremendous fall which will be here before you know it all right straight ahead dc citycast we'll get into the nba um playoffs, some uh, thoughts on the officiating, how that can impact which way you go or not. Pay attention to who's officiating these games, man. Like any game with Scott Foster, <laughs> you may just want to stay away. We'll talk about that, and we'll size up tonight's matchups, give out some uh, some leans as well. Should be a great Monday night. DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Rand from Vieson. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same game parlay. You decide. Log on to the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me a favor, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts as we cover D.C. sports. And uh, one of these days we'll talk about the Wizards being in the uh, playoffs, uh, although they were sort of in it last year. But it was a quick sweep, a quick sweep at the hands of Philadelphia. By the way, man, it sucks for Philadelphia and their big man Joel Embiid. Who knows how long he's going to be out? They say indefinite. What does that mean? At least for the first two games, probably in their series against the Miami Heat, which uh, starts later on tonight. We're going to preview and uh, dissect and give out hopefully a winner for you tonight. That um, this changes everything, uh, and I don't think the new I don't think the the lines of the series price had been put out uh, prior to the news that MB got hurt and that's that's a fair shake cuz if you got in on if you took took the Sixers early you're like oh my god hopefully you can take that bet back but um but if you had the heat hey you know you're you're looking uh, you're looking pretty good here so it's just really tough that MB is out for the Sixers um and we'll get, we'll get into that matchup in just a second but I do want to uh, mention the weekend and the NBA games yesterday, wild and wooly. I actually uh, really liked Memphis in that spot at home, getting two points, and of course they lose by one in a controversial game because they they kicked out Draymond Green early in the uh, what was the second quarter for a pull down, which quite honestly and quite frankly was probably the right call. Now I want to get into how you play these sort of teams. And when you have hotheads like Draymond Green, you have to take this into consideration that one of their better players has an apt to get tossed or get suspended. It's always dicey. Now I know Golden State won the game. They're the favorite right now to win the NBA title. And that is something that I'm sure that you actually did consider. Like, okay, well, if I bet on Golden State, something something wacky is gonna happen with Draymond Green. And it already has in game one. Now he probably won't be suspended but it's something to look out for now moving forward because if he gets another flagrant or a couple of technicals he could lose some game time right and these officials holy God now you can you can look this up at you know nba.com or on their Twitter feed or whatever I think they announced the officials a couple hours before uh the officiating yesterday in that Golden State Grizzlies game was dreadful, even though I do agree with them tossing Draymond Green, because if you've played the game of basketball, there was so much outrage over the fact that Draymond Green got kicked out. But how often do you see that play where somebody pulls down your jersey to throw you to the floor? Like, never. It's one of those non-written rules, like, you just don't do that. Like, I think I've played pickup for years and played in men's leagues for years. I played high school ball. Look at me resumeing myself. I don't think I've ever seen that to that degree. We've seen the pull down with a shirt, right? But he sort of got his fingers down where the V-neck part is and pulled down. Like that's some dirty stuff. That's some premeditated. I think I should do that. And his whole act is just so played out. Like God bless you. If you root for Draymond Green and Golden State, I can't simply because we've seen his track record. That's another thing. Dude has a track record, right? Officials know he's sort of a dirty player. Players know he's a dirty player, but we love this guy for some reason. Oh, he's a great defender. That's fantastic. Oh, he does his own thing. He's a. I can't believe they give him a microphone on TNT. Like well, it's just ridiculous. But whatever. So he gets kicked out, and rightfully so. That was actually a good call by the officials, <laughs> but everything else was dreadful. The reviews, the mistravel call on Steph Curry late in the game. Uh, you know they. They send a jump ball up when I think it was off of Memphis late, gave the Grizzlies one last chance. So th- this is why they either got to get rid of replay or just have everything reviewed. Like, it's just so pointless. Because p- some people are coming to me on Twitter after I said, well, that doesn't make any sense to have no review on a, one of the biggest plays of the game. Well, because they're out of challenges. Stop complaining. Stop whining. But I thought they wanted to get everything right. I thought this was about uh, perfection. So stupid. Just so outrageous. And the games would be smoother, cleaner, less confusing if they just got rid of replay in the first place. And let's just go back to humanity. But again, that's another day for another rant. So that's another thing when you're looking at these games. Um, You know, we'll look at NBA tonight, but also be wary of who's officiating. Like Scott Foster, veteran official. We all know he's always controversial, always something wacky will happen. He did not do the Memphis... um, Golden State game, he actually did the Bucks celtics game. And thankfully, there was nothing wacky about that as the Bucs, impressive. Everybody was against them. Celtics, people were pounding the Celtics yesterday, and the Bucs got the victory, 101-89. So we'll see if the Celtics bounce back in game two. I think they probably will. I wonder if there's an early line on that game already. <laughs> there is Celtics minus the four tomorrow night uh, against the Bucks. um You think yeah, I think we know what we're, what we're doing with that. But anyway, so impressive victory by the Bucks. Uh Golden State outlasts, outlasts the Grizzlies. Here's a hot tip for Memphis. Box out. We've seen it time and time again, late going in these playoff series. Not only Memphis, but just because threes are coming at such a rapid pace, it's like nobody knows how to box out a three-point shot anymore. So these long rebounds... Most of the time, they're going back to the shooter's team. And we saw that happen with Klay Thompson hitting a big three after a missed three. Got another look see. Grizzlies running by Klay Thompson as if they don't know that he can ball fake you and step to the side and hit a three, which he did to put him up by one late after he missed uh, some free throws. I think he missed, no, he missed free throws after that three. So if Memphis is going to be competitive in this, they got to tighten up basic things. All right, they got their twelve assistants. They got their laptops. They got your iPads. But it really comes just down to basic stuff: finding a man, blocking out, and getting the ball. And we're not reinventing the wheel here. Um, so, and I, and actually, I do like Memphis in Game Two, as well. After that, home team loses Game One. Who's so desperate in Game Number Two? Yes, the home team. And It's the same in the line in Game Two tomorrow night for Golden State. Golden State again minus two against Memphis. I like Memphis in the spot, but we have we have time to uh, let that bad boy marinate. So let's get into the games um, tonight at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Download that app right now, Bet Rivers. BetRivers dot com. So as I mentioned earlier, it really sucks that Embiid can't play. Um, Philadelphia is at Miami. And uh, the Heat are minus 7.5 over the visiting 76ers. Money line of Bed Rivers, Sixers are plus 270. The Heat, minus 335. The total tonight is 209. And this this makes me sort of go, hmm, don't you think it should be a little lower? Maybe a 204, 205 range? Because you're missing one of the uh, best scores in the NBA, in Joel Embiid. I guess they're thinking that James Harden, who has looked sort of raggedy in the postseason, is going to perk up his game and have to score a lot of buckets. 209 makes me really wonder, specifically in a game one spot. And Miami plays some pretty good defense. I don't know. We may come back to the total here at 209. But can James Harden now carry this team? Can Maxi Tyrese Maxi continue to be a spark for this team? Now, the Heat have won each of their last six home games. But the question is tonight, can they cover the 7.5? We all know that will depend on the play of the beard. And looking at Bed River Sportsbook, the total for James Harden to score tonight is 25.5. Over is minus 106. Under 25.5 is minus 121. We have to take the over, right? If you think Philadelphia is going to be in at least contention to steal game one. Because as all we know, as we all know, rather, Game 1's NBA playoffs, time to steal. try Time to surprise. The Sixers don't have their best player. Heat know that, but they're also really very well coached. And there's no way Eric Spolstra is going to lay off the gas pedal and say, hey, guys, we're fine. We're okay. Uh, they're at home Jimmy Butler is is really tough but we have to we have to take James Harden over 25 and a half just out of just out of principle tonight because looking at their roster yeah Max is going to get some points um who knows with Tobias Harris right that guy's so so unpredictable and uh you know right now Harden's only averaging 21 points a game. Like, he is way down, right? But 25 and a half, you got to get it from him if the Sixers are going to have any chance. Okay, so we know this. From a betting perspective, it's only minus 106 if you take the over. Um I don't mind this bet whatsoever. Plus, you're rooting for Harden. You're rooting for the Sixers at least to make it close. But that's the scary part. If it's a blot in the third quarter, they're not going to play Harden. And he's not going to come close to that 25 and a half. But since we're we're living and dying by James Harden, let's take him over the total 25 and a half. Right? (laughs) And then... uh, you know, maybe maybe we should do um maybe we should do three point field goals made by Harden. Over two and a half is minus one twenty two. Is he not gonna make three three pointers tonight? <laughs> Come on. I'll take that too. Let's go over two and a half for James Harden. So we are banking on James Harden having a big night against the uh Miami Heat. Tip off just after seven o'clock. All right, the uh other game tonight is uh, the Mavericks at the Suns, game one. Hmm. The Suns have won their last nine straight against the Mavericks. At Bever River Sportsbook, the Suns are minus 235 on the money line. Mavericks are plus 190. Oh, I want to look at this series' uh, prices, too. I forgot about that. Uh, The Mavericks tonight getting plus 5.5 at Phoenix. And... uh, Devin Booker's back so the the Suns are pretty much at full strength in this series the uh, the uh, Mavericks are plus 240 the Suns are minus 305 uh I I I'm sticking with the Suns to make the NBA championship but I it wouldn't hurt just to put a little bit on the Mavericks. They showed some resolve. They showed some spunk. Um, Luka Doncic, man, starting to rev things back up after missing time with that calf. Looking at the uh, total for tonight's ball game uh, with uh, everybody at full strength now, two fourteen and a half. Hmm. Gosh, over unders are tough, and I've said that for for many many moons. You, know, you usually want to stay away from it. But because both teams are at full strength, full staff, 214.5, uh, I could see a 112, 109 type game. I like the Mavericks tonight to cover the 5.5. I'm going to ride with them, going to die with them. They've been good to me so far. I think they only did not cover one game against the Utah Jazz. Um, no, two games. Two games in that series. It, it went six. So they were four out of six, I believe against the number in that series and nobody's really giving them any sort of respect they finally got over the hump of that first round win for luca i know the Suns were at one point the nba favorite to win it all solid team chris paul as annoying as he is he's so annoying i respect the hell out of his game but he's always going to do something that's going to just say why did you have to do that bro like elbowing Alvarado in Game 7 against the Pelicans when he had no reason to do it. And he always sort of gets the benefit of the call because Alvarado got called for the foul and then Paul, in retaliation, gave him an elbow. And he did something. He did that incredible flop last year in the playoffs. There's just something that's not that attractive about Chris Paul. And I mean that in a basketball way, right? Like on the court. God, he's so good, but then he's going to do some things sort of like in the Draymond Green light category. Like, what are you doing? I understand there's gamesmanship. He's trying to get under his opponent's skin, all that kind of stuff. But there is just sort of something that rubs you the wrong way about Chris Paul. And that makes it easier for me to bet on the Mavericks as well, plus five and a half. Now, keep in mind, if Paul is on and Booker's on, we're toast. Right, we are toast. Booker is coming back from injury. Those are the two guys that that you, that you, that keep you up late at night. But I like backing Doncic. I like backing the Mavericks. I like backing uh, the kid out of Villanova. Why can't I think of his name now? He's a left-hander. Brunson saw his dad play in college and in the pros. It makes you feel really old. So I like the I like the Mavericks tonight plus the five and a half and I may even think about doing a little money line action at plus one ninety at uh, Bed River Sports Book. So to recap my NBA plays tonight, oh I want to look at look at the uh, series for the uh, Sixers Heat as well. Um, oh, Sixers are plus two seventy five. The Heat big time favorites at minus three sixty. And to adjust the series markets after game ones the bucks are now favored minus 134 how funny how that happens cuz they were dogs going into game 1 to win the series and now they're minus 134 celtics are plus 110 and then the warriors are hefty minus 560 against memphis memphis now at plus 400 and they're only down one zip after losing by one at home and they're plus 400 my god and, and I mentioned this just looking ahead to tomorrow's games. And, yeah, we'll dive into them as well uh, tomorrow. But in a spot where you have to win or the series is basically over, i.e. the Celtics, who are down one zip after losing home court advantage to Milwaukee and Giannis with some sensational play, even though they don't have Chris Middleton, their second best player. Uh, I, I don't understand why people did not like the Bucks going into the series. Defending champs, they're... They've got some toughness, got an edge to them, and they got the Greek freak who had one of their all-time highlights, throwing it off the backboard to himself for a dunk. That was pretty insane. And they're getting four points tomorrow night against the Celtics. But this is the spot where the home team is so desperate now to win Game Two. You, I, I just can't, I can't bet against the Celtics tomorrow night. And the same thing goes for the Grizzlies, plus the two against Golden State. I understand it's Golden State. I understand they're, uh, they're champions from the past. I understand Curry. I understand Thompson and all those. But uh, I like the home team tomorrow night to stay alive and keep things afloat in that series. Because if Memphis goes down two-zip heading back to Golden State, they're breaking out the brooms of San Francisco, right? So I I, I like both home teams tomorrow night after both lost in Game 1. So we'll see how that shakes out, and we'll really get into it uh, tomorrow. Plus, we'll get into the Nationals starting a series with Colorado, and really full bore Capitals man. Can they at least extend and push themselves past the first round? Florida Panthers uh, lie in their wake. Is it weight or wake? It's their wake, like on a on a on the water. On their wake. Yeah, Lion, or is it Lion, Wade, or Lion, Wake? I got to Google that. All right, uh, reminder to follow us on Twitter, at JFrankHandran, at BetRivers, and at Live. Always fun to chat with you about what's going on in D.C. sports and beyond. That, uh, oh, before I go, uh, congrats to uh, Chris Miller, got the uh, Wizards play-by-play job. That happened fast, because we said on Friday, I'd like to uh, have somebody call in the Wizards games that at least cares about the team or has some connection. Uh, Not necessarily local, but he's been here for 15 years working in this market. So that's that's good to know and good to have, because it would have been it would have been lame to have some guy come from some other place that's never been here before to call the games. So I think that was the smart move, smart decision and a great reaction you know, across the the bow on social media about uh, him getting the gig. And good for him. He was very excited, very happy about it, and I'm happy for him too. So congrats to Chris Miller, the new play-by-play voice of the Washington Wizards. Just maybe he'll be able to call a first-round uh, playoff game next year if everything goes according to plan, right? <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the D.C. CityCast, presented by Bent River Sportsbook. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your day. This is fantastic stuff here in D.C. We'll see you.